2: Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino. Still the one. And by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank.
3: Welcome into our Position Preview Podcast with Toby Rowland. I'm Chris Plank. Today, we focus on the running backs. DeMarco Murray coming up here in just a bit. Toby, what a fascinating room, right? Where at the end of last season with a guy transferring, a couple of guys no longer with the team, and a Ramondre Stevenson turning pro, there were a lot of questions about the depth. Fast forward a couple months later, Eric Gray's in there, Kennedy Brooks reemerges. you've got Trey Bradford who's in from uh, from LSU. Suddenly you've got a room that
2: looks, looks pretty spicy. Yeah, I agree, and I, I, I think they're really good. I think they've got a chance to be great. The fascinating thing about – the running back room is everybody is an unknown to a certain extent. Even the most known, which is Kennedy Brooks, is an unknown because we haven't seen him in two years. So I think we know what we're going to see in Kennedy Brooks. I think we're going to see a a patient, uh, brilliant runner when it comes to timing and knowing when to hit the holes, and, and especially that GT counter that OU loves to run, two separate 1,000-yard rushing seasons for OU, capable of the big play. I I think they've got a dynamic player in Eric Gray, and uh, boy, everybody has spoke glowingly about him since he set foot on campus with as far as his attitude and his work ethic and his maturity and everything. But I think he's a little shifty or a little quicker than Kennedy. Uh, probably a better back out of the backfield as far as catching the football, though I don't know that for sure yet. But I think either one of those guys have a chance to be their leading rusher this year, and that's probably your one-two punch going into the year. But we haven't seen Eric Gray in a Sooner uniform yet. You know, not not in a regular game anyway. Played in the spring game. Uh, I think they've got somebody potentially electric in Trey Bradford, uh, the LSU transfer who we have started to hear some exciting things about in fall camp, uh, maybe a change of pace guy, maybe a big play type guy, but we haven't seen him in an OU uniform yet. And I, you know, I'm excited about what I saw from Marcus major in the cotton bowl last year. Um, but just what his role is and and if he's ready to take on a bigger role and all that is very much an unknown. So you've got a stable of maybes. You know, <laughs> right. there, there, There's a chance that they've got the best one-two punch in the Big 12. There's a chance that they've got one of the best one-two punches in the country in Eric Gray and Kennedy Brooks. But it's just too much unknown right now. To say definitively that OU is going to be really good at running back, I think they got a. I think they got a good chance, though. And I'll wrap it up
3: before we hear from Demarco Murray in our one-on-one we had with him. I'm going to bring you guys his full interview from this Tuesday because it was great. But I'm digging Demarco, right? Demarco the coach. We saw Demarco the standout player. We saw Demarco the media guy. We saw it last year, and now it's a little, little different because he's had time to get on the recruiting trail. He's had more time to get his hands on these guys, so to speak. I'm, I'm pretty much digging Demarco Murray, the running backs coach at Oklahoma. Tiro.
2: Well, I mean, you know, let's let's just start with the fact that he's Demarco Murray, <laughs> and when a guy with his credentials walks into a living room or or calls a young man, you know, it gets your attention, right? I mean, let's just start there. Uh, he's not just any guy who played college football. He is a former NFL offensive player of the year. Okay. So that gets your attention right away. Um, he has, uh, shown his coaching ability with what he was able to do, uh, last year, especially second half of last year when Ramondre Stevenson came on and and the way he worked with the backs, he's shown his recruiting ability. We don't get into much recruiting on this podcast, but you know OU's doing well in the gobbling up running backs category. Um, and I think he's he's a steady voice on that coaching staff. Now, we're not in practice every day, but just personality-wise, you've got some guys that are fiery. Roy Manning, I think, is a really fiery guy. Bill Biedenboe can be really fiery. Uh, I think DeMarco Murray certainly uh, can get your attention, I'm sure. But he's kind of a calming influence is the impression I get on that coaching staff, which uh, probably is a nice balance to some of the other personalities that they have there. So I love DeMarco as an OU player. And you're right, shortly into his coaching career here, I think he's, he's winning over a lot of people too.
3: All right, let's hear from him. As we go one-on-one with the Sooner running back coach, DeMarco Murray. DeMarco, first and foremost, uh, some normalcy, right? How's it feeling out here? How are you feeling about the way camp's going?
4: Feels great. Feels great. Been a um, you know, good five, six days out here at camp, You know, obviously with the pads on, um, getting some hits and pops going. So, you know, just trying to get our guys ready. But, you know, overall, you know, I think both sides of the ball looking great, special teams looking great. So, just got to continue to grind and um, push each other.
3: Our focus is on your room, previewing the running back. So, obviously – you know, it's a new look room for you. Let's talk about two of the newest eyes first and foremost. Uh, you, you look at a guy that comes in that transferred from an SEC school and Eric Gray made an impact in the spring game. What's he shown you?
4: I'm just a pro, you know, he's a pro and he's very, very, very diligent about his work and he comes out here every day trying to get better at something. You know, he's kind of a perfectionist and, uh, you know, we're we're happy and and lucky to have him Um, and, you know, he's doing a good job for us. Obviously, we've got to continue to, you know, get better and learn the system and um, things of that nature, but he handles himself well on and off the field.
3: When he talked about getting on the board, you know, how he had a board in his room and he wants to understand it, that's got to be incredibly reassuring to you as a coach to see a guy that vested.
4: It is. It is, you know um, you know he, he's a guy that picked up the offense extremely fast um, you can tell you know he's, he's a smart intelligent guy um, he understands football he understands ball so you know having a guy like that where you don't have to spend a lot of extra time explaining certain things and certain details he gets it he gets those things so it's been um, you know it's been refreshing
3: Trey Bradford. The word we hear is speed. What have you seen from Trey?
4: Yeah, he's fast. He's fast. You know, he's fast. So we got to continue just to catch him up. Obviously, he's only been here for about two months now. So he has to continue to work hard and learn the system and learn the the way that we do things here. But you know, um, you know, first eye, he, he's been he's been well for us. We're happy to have him.
3: Two familiar names, one of them, Kennedy Brooks,
4: who is back. Did it take him some time to really get back in the swing of things? It did. You know, K- KB is a guy who, who knows the system, extremely smart, extremely sharp. So, you know, we're, we're happy and fortunate to have him back. And, um, you know, he he's getting better every single day and trying to perfect his craft as well. And, you know, he's very smart, man. He, he knows the system probably better than I do. <laughs> um, he's been a part of it for a while. So, you know, we're, we're lucky to have him back, and we're happy he's back.
3: And then we'll ask about Marcus Major, you know, the two, uh, I guess you could say mainstays the last couple of years. Where do you want to see his next step?
4: Oh, Marcus, you know, towards the end of the year, you know, he's one of the guys in in that group, you know, that made tremendous, jumps you know so he has to continue just to stay in the playbook continue to make those strides and and um you know but you know he's he's looking good
3: final thought just a general view of the room you feel good about the depth in it right now and and obviously the excitement level i'm sure for you I just to get the season started well, you always
4: want more depth you know there, there's there's no such thing as that as that position where you ever feel comfortable um just part of the game part of that position the physicality behind it but you know we, we feel good where we are right now obviously we always want to add guys to look to you know, make make the chemistry right, and obviously make the competition always better. Thanks, Demarco. Thank you.
3: Now, typically, that's where our position preview would end, but Demarco Murray met with the media earlier today, and as we wrap up our preview of the running backs room, let's hear in depth from the second-year pseudo running back coach, Demarco Murray.
4: I think for Eric Gray, you know, he has a great mindset um, about him, great work ethic, and and just a great demeanor overall, and talk about a guy who, who's a pro and um, you don't have to say much to him. You don't have to, you know, get him wrapped up. You know, he take care, takes care of his, his body, takes care of his nose, takes care of his playbook, takes care mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, he's everything you want. And, um, you know, he, he's been a great asset for this room, for this team overall. But you talk about a guy who does it the right way on and off the field. You know, he, he's definitely high up there.
1: punches but what is this calendar year been like with all the you know people being dismissed and going through the portal? Is how tough of adjustment has this been for you
4: oh uh, it's you know it's um obviously you know everyone's dealing with the same thing you know so you, you can't make excuses you got to you know go in and roll with the punches so to speak and, I'm um, obviously going into my, my second year here, 30 overall, so he's still constantly learning rules and things of that nature. But, um, you know, just back to, you know, happy to be back in person with our guys. And um, it, it's been a, a great, you know, transition from year one to year two and just, you know, with the group of coaches that you have here where you can constantly learn from those guys and, and things of that nature, especially on the offensive side. So, um, it, you, know, it's, you know, everyone's dealing with the same thing, so you just got to get your job done.
5: So, I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word Broomgate. Hi, neighbor. I
0: did see a lot of talk about Eric and, and Kennedy, especially, but I want to ask you about Marcus Major. What kind of development have you seen out of him, and how important was him having that, uh, that big bowl game? To sort
4: of give him a boost here um, yeah he, he made huge leaps individually last year just throughout practice you can kind of see it the last probably six or seven weeks um of the season you know was probably practicing better than anyone um just um he's a young guy obviously didn't get a ton of reps you know last year but um, he's a guy that's been around for a while knows the system but you know his development especially last year since i've been here has, has only been increasing so he, he's done a good job for us
1: Mark, I want to ask you about Kennedy a little bit. What has been his improvement level going through camp? You've seen him in the spring, you're seeing him
4: in the fall. What's he been like? Where's he at right now? Uh, he looks great. He looks great. We, we are definitely fortunate and happy to have him back. You know, he's a guy that obviously has been around for a while. Uh, he's a savvy vet. You know, he's a savvy vet, and um, he does things the right way constantly. So um, we're just trying to sharpen his, his game up, you know, just make some more sharper cuffs and things of that nature, better with the ball in his hands, you know, out in space. But, I mean, KB's came in in tremendous – Tremendous shape. He's had a great off season, and um, he's looking great. He's looking great.
0: But, Brian?
5: Yeah. Coach, obviously, you guys took some hits in terms of depth in the offseason. Uh, beyond your top two guys, how confident are you
1: in the depth that you have below them?
4: I'm confident. You know, those are our guys. Those are our numbers. So, you know, um, you know, we got all the trust in the world. And those guys are working their tails off. So um, we just got to continue to develop guys, young guys who hadn't had those reps, you know, in game-like atmosphere. So um, we've been able to do that. But obviously, you know, we're still in kind of the thick of camp. So we got to continue to put those guys in situations to where, um, you know, they'll, they'll see on Saturday. So I think um, we'll, we'll be fine. Have any, of those, have any of those
3: other guys
1: made a leap or made a jump? And maybe in a
4: conversation with the top two guys. Um, yeah, you know, obviously our top two are our top two and you know, Trace came in and gave us um, some some um, some definitely um, a lot of good speed and things like that. He's he's really good with the ball in his hands, he's still learning the offense. Like I said, we've we're kinda in the middle of camp, so we want to give guys as many reps as they can and, and kinda, you know, compete, you know, at the end of the day. You know, um, our room is extremely competitive, so you know it's kind of nothing set in stone. You know, I don't think anywhere on our on our depth chart, so we'll continue to go at that at that route. Demarco, you know as well as anybody that running backs make great special team
1: return guys and things like that. but you're not very deep at running back. Can you use your guys on special teams? Or do you plan on letting them play? Or can you use them
4: on special yeah, backs? I think I think um, obviously that's you know. <laughs> This is the head coach's decision, but, um, you know, I'm sure we will at some point. You know, obviously you want to, you know, keep your guys safe and, and, and try not to put too much on their plate. But, you know, at, at different times, you'll, you'll probably see those guys out there.
5: Let's go to Jenny Marlson.
1: Hey, DeMarco. I actually wanted to ask you about a, uh, a former Sooner who's now in the NFL, like you once were, Cree Humphrey, getting look, look like he's going to get that starting spot in Kansas City. Your perspective, obviously, watching him over these last few years, and your NFL experience, what what's your best guess about just how he's been able to make that get that spot, and, and just what he'll bring to them?
4: Um, that, that's definitely not a surprise, you know. Just been around him for one year, and, and you know um, the things that we ask our offensive linemen to do, you don't ask NFL guys to do that. So, um, Coach B is one of the best, and, and just our system, you got to be extremely smart and versatile. But you know, besides Travis Frederick and and um, you know, Zach Martin, you know, Creed was probably the most athletic, you know, offensive lineman I've ever seen in my life. And um, it's no surprise, you know, he's athletic, he's strong, he's extremely fast and physical, but more importantly, he's smart as hell. So um, the fact that he got that job, it doesn't surprise me. He'll he'll, he'll do some great things for that team.
3: Joey Homer. Yeah, you talked about Eric being in savvy vet, and sometimes coming into a new program can be kind of an adjustment period. How have you seen him... Um, kind of earn the respect of his teammates just by the way he carries himself.
4: I think that's that's the key thing, you know, the way he carries himself. He, he works his tail off off season, weight room meetings. Um, you know, he doesn't say much. You know, I, I think he's a leader by example. But when he does speak, those guys listen. Um, and. You know, he he's a guy that once again he, he prepares himself the right way, and guys see that. You know, guys doesn't you know you hear things and and all of that, but you know guys see, and that's what they respect the most. And you know, just like him and KB, both of those guys, they warp work their tails off and they do it the right way. Yeah, back to Jason Kersey.
1: Yeah, right, Demarco, I wanted to ask you again about Trey. I know you touched on it earlier, but. When he hit the transfer portal this summer, was was that a guy that you immediately said we we need to go after him? And if so, what did you like about him? And also, do you think he has a chance to play this year?
4: Oh, definitely. I mean, he wouldn't be here if he didn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, his versatility is extremely, extremely important for our room. Does some things that the other guys can't do. So. Um, you know, he's continued to learn. Once again, he's only been here for about two months, so this offense, he has to pick up the offense and continue to study, which he's doing. He's done a great job at that, and um, he's he's made a lot of good plays for us. He's he's really really good with the ball in his hands, and um, he has to just kind of put it all together. And he's he's heading that right. He's he's heading that direction. Um, we just got to continue to get him reps and things of that nature. But he's a good kid. He works his tails off, and um, he always wants to get reps. So you know, that's a great sign.
1: I want to ask you to, you know, in your years as a coach here, what's it been like in the recruiting process, going out and finding recruits, meeting with prospects? What's that been like for you? Getting used
4: to that? Oh, it's been good. Obviously, um, this this past year, you know, just having, you know, have met a lot of the recruits in person. You know, that that's kind of more my thing. You know, phone and texting, it's a little harder, but. You know, once again, everyone was dealing with the same thing. And, um, you know, for me, it's good to get in person and see the families and meet the kids in person and, and um, go that route. But it's been great. You know, it's a little little different when you walk in with that, that OU logo and you get a chance to, you know, see some of these kids and their families and, and you know, just let them know what I experienced here. You know, it's only gotten better since I was here. So, um, you know, for, from a family atmosphere to obviously a competitive atmosphere, this is the place you want to be.
1: Marco, your running backs always have to be so versatile here, with all the things they've got to do. With your group, pass pro, catching the ball, and all the things. Where do you, where do you think they're
4: at? Uh, I think they're right there. You know, I think they're right there. We're, we're, we're never satisfied with you know obviously what we where we are, but we're continually obviously you know climbing. Our expectations for that room are extremely high, so. Um, we we got to just continue to work, but those guys, once again, they go about it the right way. Great attitudes, great kids. They work their tails off, and you can always tell, you know, the guys that, you know, take the learning from the classroom to the field, you know, you, you really like to see that, and, and my group specifically, you know, those guys try their hardest to do that.
0: I'm wondering,
3: DeMarco, what the energy was last night, You sit the, under the lights, I guess, in the stadium
1: for the scrimmage. Uh, and how the guys performed? They did
4: great. You know, they, they did great. You know, just, you know, collectively our, our team came out there and they compete every single day. And um, the, these practices are a little hectic. You know, they they go hand in hand. And once again, you know, they're hard, they're grinders. But then after, you know, those guys are hanging out, enjoying each other on both sides of the ball. So um, it's, it was a good showcase for those guys. You kind
5: of grind during
3: the daily practice routine, but then you schedule a scrimmage. things pick up like right now.
4: I think for us, you know, our, our intensity is always extremely high, you know, I mean, you go out to practice and you don't know if it's a scrimmage or not, you know, that's just the way that they work, that's the, get, the way that they get after it, but, you know, when it's, it's good just to get off the field, let the coaches get off and let those guys go play and see what they learn, see what they know, so um, we, had, we had a chance to do that and, you know, I think both sides and special teams performed well.
1: Hey,
5: DeMarco, uh, just when you're talking about um, Eric and Trey picking up the offense, is there something specifically that usually hangs guys up, or is it just kind of different for every guy and every different
3: system they come into?
4: Uh, I think it's different for every guy. You know, obviously guys learn different ways. Some guys are more reps. Some guys are more visual learners. Um, So uh, it's up to me as a coach to find out how those guys learn the best way and – And they've both done a great job. Once again, it's obviously on them once they leave the building to study on their own and watch the film. But you know, while while we have no school and things like that, we get a chance to obviously watch a ton of film and get a bunch of reps, walkthroughs, obviously practice. So it's helped both of those guys extremely well.
1: Marco, you mentioned being able to meet recruits in person. How big was the month of June for you to finally get a chance to
4: do that? It was huge. It was huge. We obviously had a. you know, a lot of great recruits and families here. So, you know, just to have them come see this place, um, you know, once they see it, it kind of speaks for itself and just see the atmosphere, see our coaches, see how we interact with each other. And um, it was awesome. We had a great showing um, for, for the whole time it was open. So, you know, our recruiting staff, they did a great job at putting everything together, and we had a lot of, a lot of talent here. And back to Jim.
1: Hey, Marco. Um, Lincoln was talking about this before, um, how the transfer portal may impact future high school recruiting classes, just numbers wise and what you're looking at. Um, Obviously, you guys have had a decent amount of transfers in to help your position, but how does that sort of square with you? I mean, is it a little, is it going to be a little bit weird maybe not taking as many running backs out of high school or how do you balance that out moving forward?
4: I think you just got to take a year by year, look at your numbers, look at your depth and kind of see where you are at that position individually. Um, you know, for us, we, you know, at my position specifically, I feel pretty good where we are and just kind of, you know, where we're heading, you know, as far as younger guys. And um, you always got to be open to it. You know, you always got to be open, always got to have your eye on it. And um, as well as, you know, in your own room, you know, so obviously we live in that, that, um, that day and age where, you know, it's there, you know, it wasn't there when I was here. So, um, it is what it is, you know, there, there's, you know, it's just, you know, it's kind of like the NFL a little bit to a certain degree and you always got to stay on your toes and always got to be looking, you know, to get better.
1: Have you, ever, you sort of thought about like the percentage, like if I have, you know, X amount of guys that are high school, you know, guys? like, I don't know, or, or does it, is it just going to really vary?
4: Yeah, I think it is. I think you really got to look at your depth and who your starters and maybe second and third string guys are, and then you got to make that decision. Obviously, as a as an individual coach and as an or defensive staff member, and and once again, you're, we're always looking at competition and, and obviously, you know, recruit the right kind of guys, not just talented guys.
2: This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate proud partner of oklahoma athletics make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at sooner sports.tv podcast and make sure to follow us on twitter at ou on the air the preceding has been a learfield presentation on the sooner sports network